Welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast that talks about the mysterious world of divorce and uncoupling and living happily ever after heartbreak. I am your host, Hannah Harvey. I am a writer and an award-winning blogger. I am also the founder of the divorce retreat, Heartache Hall, which you can find at heartachehall.com. It would make my day if you could subscribe and leave a review so more people can find this podcast. I would also love to hear from you. So contact me through Instagram at hharveywrites with your stories of divorce and heartbreak. Any thoughts you might have on the episode or even questions you might want answering. And as always, you can find all the details from the episode in the show notes. Hello there and welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast where we explore all things divorce and heartbreak but leave you with hope. I am your host, Hannah Harvey, and today we're talking about failure. Yuck. So I've got this quote from Drew Barrymore about her divorce and this is what she says. When you break up with someone, you're like, yeah, that didn't work. When you get divorced, you're like, I'm the biggest failure. This is the biggest failure. It's so shameful and hard to actually go through that even privately. This is so true. You really do feel like a failure But a huge thing I've learned through my divorce is how to reframe failure. The process of divorce has shone a floodlight onto all of my insecurities and failure was a real biggie. For example, I've had several failed businesses, a failed career in civil engineering, a failed marriage, obviously, etc, etc. I'm a huge failure. Is it failure? Or is it just life? And actually, I've decided to sack the idea right off. I'm sure fear of failure is something I've learned because when I was a kid and even, you know, well into my 20s, I just went all in. I loved big and I gave stuff a go. Now, you will have heard Elizabeth Day's wonderful podcast and read her book, How to Fail. And I'm so happy it exists because it's really huge for me. I love the fact that failure is a rite of passage and really you don't even need to think of anything as failure if that is triggering you. So for an example, I had an events business that was loads of fun. We succeeded at lots of things and then it ended. Another example, my marriage was loads of fun. We succeeded at loads of things and then it ended. In each of those examples, there were also some really shit stuff, but it's all part of life's rich tapestry. And it's given me something to study, to look at, to prod and inspect. Um, And that has taught me so much about myself, my motivations, and to finally understand how I work and what I need for an easy, abundant life. And it's also shown me how to stop being so freaking scared of everything, particularly what people think of me. I do still care a lot what people think, but I think that's okay because that particular fear drives me to work really hard when it counts. But I'm also not going to let the risk of failure stop me anymore. When you've been through a divorce, 
and all of the worst things you think about yourself have been publicly aired. And if you can survive that and decide to love yourself anyway, well, it just gives you really great big balls to go on and do what you really care about. It does take some work though. I think divorce brings up a ton of blocks that you didn't know you have. And one of the things I wanted to talk about was my block with money and the fact I felt like a money failure. So when I met my husband, I was in debt and generally terrible with money. He managed all the finances because he was good with money and this took away all that pain for me. But what now? <laughs> you know, I'm a single mum and there's plenty of things I've got much better at, but managing money is not one of them. My money mind was basically a 26-year-old broke person and I was scared. I was scared to mess it up and end up penniless and that felt like a dirty secret. If you feel the same about money or have any issues around it, I would highly, highly recommend looking up Denise Duffield Thomas. She's um, an Aussie self-made millionaire who specializes in money mindset and blocks. And she has a really awesome podcast, um, several books, all of which I've read, and an online community and course, which is called Money Bootcamp. Her work has been a game changer for me and highlighted so many of my issues in general about making life easier and having the guts to get back out there and get in the arena for you Brené Brown fans. If you've seen Sing 2, Bono's character is um, a recluse and he says at one point, hiding away is not all it's cracked up to be and that's been really important for me. So I've done a lot of work on my blocks by following Denise's advice, but I've still got lots to work on and I'm trying. And I'd go so far as to say, it's this work that has got me to the point where I'm confident enough to do stuff like this podcast. After this break, I'll tell you how I overcame my biggest block around money. I just wanted to tell you quickly about my divorce retreat, Heartache Hall, because tickets are now on sale and I'm really excited about it. So divorce is shit, right? You want to hide in a cave and I don't think it's just me who feels like that. But you also have loads of practical stuff to sort out, some of which you might have zero experience in. Legal and financial management springs to mind. To survive my divorce, I threw everything at it. I spent a lot of money on different things and learned a lot of lessons the hard way. Now, I know there are many retreats out there, wonderful retreats that get to the heart of your pain, but it was also the practical stuff that I struggled with, particularly around money. Heartache Hall is basically the retreat that I needed, that I didn't even realize I needed. And in my opinion, it's the perfect combination of emotional and practical support. It will save you so much time and heartache and even money because you'll leave with a really clear plan. And the really priceless thing for me is that you'll find your tribe. A group of women who are going through the same things you are and together you can support each other as you navigate your divorce. 
At the retreat, you'll learn how to manage your emotions. You will have tackled your blocks around planning your future and have learned some critical mindset adjustments that give you permission to create the life of your dreams, to connect to hope and to prioritize joy. So, if you visit Heartache Hall, you can get loads more info. That's heartachehall.com. You can book your tickets there and you can even organize a call with me to see if you think the retreat is a good fit for you. Um, also, feel free to message me through the chat. Hello again. We've been talking about failure, what you can learn from it and highlight our blocks or resistance to moving on with our lives. So when it came to money, one of my blocks was asking for help. I felt that I had to work it out all on my own. And, you know, I'm good at math, so surely I can work it all out. And I was not allowed to ask for help. But as soon as I realized that I wasn't able to move on because I wasn't allowing myself to get help, that's when it all fell into place. Speaking to legal and financial experts allowed me to reframe my out-of-date view of my own efforts as the homemaker and I've also worked on my mindset around money and self-belief. One final thought on this subject is that I saw success as an all or nothing thing. So you're either super successful earning millions or you're a failure. And this stopped me from even getting started. Like that's a ridiculously high bar. Everyone starts from zero and it's showing up and being consistent that really counts. So what are you failing at? What have you failed at? Is it bringing up a block to you succeeding in the future? Can you give yourself permission to get help with it so you can learn your lesson and move on? Alrighty, so there's some stuff to think about there, huh? Um, but I'll leave you with a quote from Elizabeth Day and her book, How to Fail. She says, what does it mean to fail? I think all it means is that we're living life to its fullest. We're experiencing it in several dimensions, rather than simply contenting ourselves with the flatness of a single consistent emotion. We are living in technicolor, not black and white. We are learning as we go. And for all the challenges that come our way, I can't help but continue to think it really is an incredible ride. Yes, Elizabeth, what a ride. Which reminds me of Derry Girls, as a total aside. If you need a laugh, watch or rewatch this because it's the best and it reminds me of growing up in the 90s. When you come to the end of a significant relationship, it's natural to revisit your history and think about your child and think about your childhood. And watching things like Dairy Girls or Sex Education is a nice way to trigger those old memories. So um, <laughs> I recently re-binge watched all of the Dairy Girls with a friend and my brain started to think in a Northern Irish accent. So you've got that to look forward to as well. <laughs> right, have a great week. Go and watch Dairy Girls and have a think about what you failed at and let me know. You can get in touch either through Instagram at 
H. Harvey writes or via my website hannahharvey.uk and I would love to hear from you and any thoughts you have about this week's episode. I'll see you next week for another episode of Happily Ever After with me, Hannah Harvey. And don't forget to review and subscribe. And if you've got a friend who might enjoy it, please do recommend they listen too. 